Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Welcome back, everybody, to another Game to Love podcast want to thank everybody so far who subscribed to the channel. We're only a small amount away from 1,000 subscribers now, so if you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button below. Hit the like button on this video. It's going to be an interesting debate between me and JG. We're speaking about Naomi Osaka becoming the highest-earning female tennis player in the world, and we're also going to be debating the French Open. Should they be playing it behind closed doors? It's just me and JG on this episode. No, that feels weird, mate. Just us two. Yeah, I know. I'm not used to it. (laughs) I know. But uh, yeah, there's been lots of things happening in the tennis world. There's no tennis, but there's actually more things that are starting to happen, which are for the good and the worse, it seems, which we've had. You said there's no tennis. There is a little bit of tennis going on. We're seeing more tennis now than we have done for a long time. You've got a lot of different exhibition matches here, there, and everywhere, really. Yeah. Um, I can't say I've been watching them, but I've been following some of the results, but it's always the same suspects, it's the same guys, isn't it? Yeah. It seems to be the same cycle of players playing German. all over. Just... Germans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in America as well. Yeah, and the yeah, Russian yeah. tennis stuff's going on as well. Yeah. But it's nothing really like um, to write home about at the moment. But uh, I think it's good to just see that tennis is definitely coming back. I saw Nadal posted today about how the academy is open back up, uh, so people are playing again, and I'm sure he's probably having a few hits as well himself. What I think is going to be interesting now is to see, is are we going to see Roland Garros? Are we going to see the French Open maybe this year? I know there are, talk, there are talks that tennis may resume now in, in July, right? 31st of July, is it? That's what they're saying at the moment. Is that the correct date, though? Yeah. I'm not sure if that's the... Yeah, it was that, yeah. So like that would then for, therefore make... The French Open currently still going ahead. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. What do you make of that? Is that going to well? <clears throat> you're going to uh, set me off here. Uh, well, my personal opinion is they should play the French Open. I don't agree with the fact that they move the tournament 
uh, over to September. But I think at the moment, players are not getting paid. I think there's people just crying out for tennis at the moment. And we've seen other sports that have managed to make a comeback already in this crisis, and they've done it successfully, and they've done it without uh, threatening the lives of anybody, which we've seen in the UFC, first sport to come back. They've been doing it behind closed doors, empty stadium, just literally all they have, commentators, two fighters, one referee, and just two cornermen. And that's, okay. that's all you have. That. Would you say it's too early to say it's been successful? Like, How do we know it's been successful yet? It's only just come back. You look at the Premier League and football in, in general, you can see that they're, done, they're trying to bring that back now. And there's players constantly being tested positive all the time. Yeah, but so like, how do we know? How can we measure this success? I know Bundesliga started, yeah? And that's all behind closed doors. But all it takes is for one of them players or one of the staff or one of the trainers or physios to get, to get the virus. And it will go around like wildfire. They'll all get it. And then it's putting well, them, all their families, everyone at risk. They're all in isolation. This is the, this is the yeah, only okay. way they could do it. They isolate. Everybody involved with the event will be isolated or in quarantined into a certain hotel or into a certain like stadium or like quarters where you can sleep. I think it's too early to say it's been a success though so far. Well, we don't actually they know. had one person test positive and then they removed them from the event. They got removed. Everybody else gets tested on the way in of into the uh, well the, into the event, and then they get tested on the way out of the event as well to see if they've managed to catch something in the meantime. And all those people are all negative, so the only people who are positive on the way in they're removed. So all the people involved with the lighting and all of that, the every, everything involved with the production of it, they're all negative. So even Still, they still made all the commentators sit separately for some reason, even though they're all negative. But they're doing it just to just make a point. We're being extra cautious. And they could do the same thing for tennis because at the end of the day, they're not wrestling each other on the floor. They're like 10, 20 metres apart on a tennis court. But the thing you've got to look at is like the integrity of the sport here. Are we treating it seriously by playing it under these circumstances with no fans, which will have an influence on the result, <coughs> you, could, you could argue. Maybe. And so basically, we, basically we're going to have, you're saying that we could potentially have a Grand Slam, say French, the French Open, and there yeah. could be a new potential French Open winner or what, an existing one. Is that then worth the same as all the other ones where they had to fight against the crowd, the whole atmosphere, the big moments with, it's a different environment, isn't it? It's like, playing, it's like playing a friendly all the time. How can you play a, for such a big Grand Slam tournament in friendly conditions? For a start, it takes away from the integrity of the competition. And secondly, it's just not the same. It's like, I don't think you can do that in sport. I think sport is made up of people. It's not just about the sport that's being played. It's made about all the fans around it. It's one, it's one thing. And to, have not that, to not have that, I think it takes it away from winning the title. And it shouldn't, it's not worth the same as all the other ones or one before it. Well, I disagree. The way I see it is everybody's in the same boat. Everybody gets to play as an exhibition match. Then everybody, you, if you get to, you've said it yourself, it can be no crowd. There can be a crowd. You get to a match point, you're still going to be bricking it and not being able to serve correctly. Yeah, but the doesn't matter where... in this tournament it will be, but it's comparable to all the other ones prior to it. <laughs> If, if, say, Federer wins this year's French Open, 
that'll be it will have that one title will be compared to say someone else's title what they won five years prior. It's, yeah, it's worth think... the same thing. It's worth exactly the same. Yeah, but why should tennis be any different to any other sport? If all the other sports end up coming back, then why no, should I don't tennis? Think should, I don't think I don't think any sport should be coming back until it's sorted. Well, but then you're all you're doing is denying people. Uh, joy of watching their sport as well so people would actually love to sit at home imagine that you could sit at home with your family and you could all watch french open tennis at the highest standard of tennis like possible that would be amazing i think everybody would love that everybody of course i would i would watch it don't get me wrong i would love it as well but i just think it's just not right i just don't think i watched that i'm a big fan of ufc i sat there and i watched i thought this is going to be weird there's no stat. There's no one in the crowd. They're they're just fighting each other in a cage. Like, how different can like well, how okay. that? You just want a big point. How sad is that going to be? What are they going to do? Celebrate to an empty crowd? It's just not the same, mate. We're sitting there at home, and then the pressure's still the same. Though. You hear the commentator. It's not the same. They still win. They still win the same. There's still the same things are on the line. The things that are on the line is the titles and the money yeah, but and everything's on the line. Achieving what's on, it's a different way of achieving it, isn't it? Because if you're there and you're doing, going through these crucial moments, winning break points, match points, critical points of the match, but there's no crowd to sort of influence the way you play because of course they do. Maybe that's a positive the thing then because everybody's always booing Djokovic off the court. Maybe he'll have cut him a break for a change. Nah, but mate, it's not the same. He gets, on, he gets off on that. You yeah, maybe he does. better when people boo him. Maybe you'll play worse then. No, but that's not. You don't know. That's the part. The fans are part of the Maybe sport. Maybe they could pipe in a little bit on the speakers. In essence, fan, you're saying, fan let's noise. play the sport without it, fully comp- without it being in fully functional mode, yeah? Well, that's basically what it is. I'm saying that every, everything's going to have to get back to normal. And maybe that's the first step. Okay. I think this maybe works. The only way I kind of see this working is if, with lower-ranked tournaments. Well, it already sort of is. Yeah, like I can understand the Challenger Tour. Maybe obviously you can probably do quite without too much problems. So, what would you say if this uh, Challenger Tour suddenly became jam packed in the stands then? Because everybody had no, 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 no other sense. I'm talking stuff. about behind closed doors. I'm talking about behind closed doors. Oh, right. Doors. You mean behind closed doors? Yeah, but once if everybody yeah. wants to go and watch that then? They're, they're in the same position. They're still fighting for ranking points. They're still yeah, fighting for prize yeah, but money. But I think it's more, it's different than me. It's not as, it's not as much at stake, is there? Well, there it is could, as much at stake for them because it's all comparable. It could, there's their like it's just, life at stake for some of them. Their livelihood. Like, that's well, why I spoke to Tamara Corpatch uh, uh, earlier today. She said she's looking forward to coming back. She's starting a tournament on the 16th of June. And she said she's looking forward to getting back to actually earning money. And she can't, she's not earning any money. So this is like, come, like it comes at a really important time. These matches aren't going to be like, oh, a little pat a cake, like exhibition. They need the money. They need the tournaments. They, every point counts. It's not good. No fans. I don't think they're even here, the fans, if they're there or not. I think if you do it, you just got to, you've got to disregard the Grand Slams then. Maybe. That's the only way I can think, that's the only way I can justify what's going on. Maybe. You've got to avoid the Grand Slams, because, mate, that's the, that's the pinnacle of tennis. That's what every sports tennis player would like to achieve. That's like the, the big end goal, as per se. And people have put their whole life's dedication into winning maybe one of them. And for, for them to be able to do it in under conditions which don't match any other year in, in a way which is uh, played in a, an environment which isn't really deemed safe, number one. And number two, 
well, you could say it's safe if they if they do all these new actions and stuff, but it's not the same, mate. It's not yeah, the same. You've got to have the international suggest... crowd. You've got yeah, to... but... I well, think it's the... even nice for the players at the beginning to be able to shake each other's hand at the end. What about the prize money? What about... Yeah, but I don't think the shaking of the hands thing, we're probably... We're going to be waiting years probably for that to happen again. I mean, the... there's lots of stuff's going to change when it finally comes back. But yeah, this whole thing, everything's got to start somewhere. And I'm... I'm not saying they have to play a Grand Slam, but what about the points for the players? What about the prize money for the players? What about So could you still run a tournament that gets the same points as a Grand Slam, but it's not classed as a Grand Slam? Could you run a, other tournaments that give bigger points? Can you give a bigger amount of points for other tournaments? Just Mate, to, like your argument on the points doesn't make sense because it doesn't. If no one's if no one's able to gain points, it doesn't make, doesn't matter, does it? If everyone's in the same position, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I mean, do you? Increase the amount of points then, but from no, no, prize money. At the moment, the, if you're not giving the money, a grand the money's slam. the problem. The money's the problem, and for that reason, that they should bring they should bring tennis back in safe conditions. Yeah, but then that doesn't mean playing these big tournaments. I feel. I think but the sponsorships are problem. It? Maybe it's had some lower rank eighty sponsorships. Are, sponsorship. That's what uh, Michael Gertz was saying, wasn't it? He says, "Don't think people sponsors are going to want to get involved if it's no crowds, all that type of thing. Less anyway." Obviously, you have televised. Huge. So, mate, I just, I just hope that they can maybe um, in twenty twenty one. Like, I don't see tennis happening now this year. I hate to be that that pessimistic guy. I just don't think it's going. It's don't think it's safe for any to do it. As much as it well, you. it can be safe. It's just you just don't want you it. Just without lose fans. the integrity of the sport. Well, I don't think it's losing the integrity. I think players players play. Do you say they have no integrity if they're playing in Challenger or ITFs then because they don't play in front of anyone? No, not them. I'm just saying it just loses the whole feel of the yeah, sport, in my opinion. All they do is they're playing like challenger events or ITF events. There's no crowd. What's the like? Why? Why is it any different? It still means a lot to those players. Mm. I mean, I'm not convinced as of yet. Maybe I will be <laughs> at a later day. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I just see for like this whole. Um, it's not. A, it's not essential, is it, to play tennis? As much as I've got a tennis podcast, I love tennis. I'll watch you watch any game if it's on, but it's not yeah. essential. Like people's lives are more important, and I don't. Yeah, you're not saying it can, it's not I don't know if it can be safely done at the moment. It's not essential really. to you though. That's why you, you play with the same balls. You play with the same balls. What? Yeah, but so, what? They keep changing the balls every time. I'm talking about the, the players. This is their. This is how they earn a living. Like that, you're disregarding that by saying it's not that it might not affect you, but it affects them. And if mm. by affecting them, they should be allowed to go back and play, even if it's not in front. The same as the UFC fighters, they got to go and earn their money. Even on the cancelled events, the UFC paid the the play, uh, not the players, but the fighters. They they're actually putting their hand in their pocket and compensating people. Like, but I don't see the French Open doing putting their hand in their pocket and saying, well, you're not going to play yeah, the tournament. millions, mate. They, they, they need the tournament to happen for them to even make money. Well, then play it then. But it's not safe. You, might, you won't make... It's not you, safe. It, will, it can be safe. You just I have to do... I don't know if it can, either. I don't know if it even can be It's been proven safe. that they can do it safely, but it what, just touching, means... They're touching the same balls. The guys are fighting and wrestling each other. They're still <laughs> negative. That's, it's, if they're touching... Each other's balls as well. That's another thing. <laughs> Mate, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I would love I'd love it to come back, but in a way, I don't think it should come back. 
that's just my heart saying I want it to come back. I don't think it should come back. I think you lose the integrity it, of it all. I think everything's going to have to come back slowly but surely, bring everything back, and then hopefully like, we'll realise that it wasn't as bad as what we, what we once thought. And as long as everybody takes precautions, they use the washing their hands, hand sanitizers, try to social distance as much as possible. Don't get in people's personal imagine space. The, imagine the winner, though, of the French Open with a, with a trophy. Okay. Just, just picture now. Okay, someone's just won the French Open. They're there. They're at the ceremony. They've just been announced on the loudspeaker. There'll probably be some guy two metres apart. How are they going to hand? They won't be able to hand over the. No, because they've be all been. A, te- he'll probably be on a thing. He'll probably have some gloves. They've all been be tested. Everyone his own. It'll just be like, oh, oh, I've just won, yeah. No, but they're not going to allow. And then someone- he's like, oh, I feel so great. I've just won a tournament, and, and then he looks around. You see like a cobwebs on the on the seats and a few things. They're not going to. Mate, it's not the same. That's not. They're not going to allow someone is. with coronavirus. That's not what sport to- is Ben. They're not going to allow someone with a virus to hand him the trophy. Obviously, everyone's tested. Even the, anyone who enters the whole of the tournament. Oh, so he's tested as well. So and then he'll hand everyone. It. And, then, and then what's he going to do with the? What's he going to do? Like, oh, how brilliant! He'll probably go he'll be on TV. And... He'll be doing it for the cameras only. He'll be oh, talking mate, to the not, cameras. You're in the technological world, man. It's not the same. So are we? How are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. I know, but we're let's doing it. On, let's move on to our next segment of the podcast. Uh, what's our next segment? A, more brighter, well, more positive note. Big news. Asaka has now become the highest earning uh, woman of the year, beating yes. Serena Williams. Mm. Serena Williams, is, for the last 10 years, I think it's been her and um, Sarah Pova. Sort of, it's always either one of them two. Yeah. Um, Serena's been the, the top dog for the last few years, uh, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see a new name on there. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think it's great for the women's game, to be honest. Obviously, she's a player that we both really admire. Naomi Osaka, well, she's been world number one for quite a considerable period. And she's quite, well, quite a young player. She's yeah. doing a lot, obviously, for people over in like the Middle Eastern countries, just like obviously from this part of the world and they have massive following from over there and she's really proving that there is life two, after two time grand slam champion well, well she's life after serena williams and i think that's just a real key to the whole thing is just you don't have to put all your eggs in serena's basket there is other women out there who are now going to take over and serena can fade off into the mist a little bit. Yeah, but to be fair, she's not the top, not, she's not number one in the world. No, she's no. Tenth. She's number 10, I think number yeah, 10 in the world. She has now. been number one though. She has been number one for a while, but she's still the highest earner and she's sitting in 10th. Obviously a brilliant player, really nice personality as well. I've seen her on a few Instagram lives of late. I don't know if you've seen it with Monfils, one of them. There's another one with uh, City Pass as well. She's not so shy thing. anymore then. <laughs> no, she's, she's, shy. she's got a very different personality. It's like really interesting to like, I could, someone I could listen to for hours. Yeah. Um, seems like a dancer. She's got a massive following as well. Like, there's a lot of, she's got a lot of fans, I think in Japan and all yeah. over, really. They got crazy for her. And, and rightly so. She's a brilliant player and seems like a really nice human as well. Yeah. Um, I think it can go to well, someone nicer, this type of uh, accolade, really. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think she's a really good proponent for pushing the women's game forward. Like, she's not outspoken in any negative way she's mm. only looked at in a good light so good good for her i think 
But a question I've got for you, and this is not about no, nothing against her or anything. It's just a bit controversial, I guess. But do you do you do you think that the highest earner of the sport should be the best player? Well, it's not going to so be. Say if it's going to be like I don't know what they do it. For. It's for like a season, right? So it would be like 2019, 2020. It's the highest earner from that season. Is it done on a, a tax year? Uh, do you mean prize right? money? It's not going to be what you mean. Like, yeah, it's probably done on like a. Like how how are they? She's on the It's the highest earner, so I'm assuming it's probably over. Two yeah, it's years, going to be sponsorship. So, so gonna... in that in that period, do you not think it should be the player who's been the highest ranked for that period should Brilliant. be the number one? Well, that should be the player with the most prize money. For sure. But obviously, sponsorship, <laughs> all of that other stuff comes into it. But then yeah. it begs the question as like this sponsorship setup is not really um it's tailored a lot to sort of personalities as per se. Or rather looks. than the actual ability, looks, personalities, rather than um well, yeah. ability. Not not, well, not obviously Asaka's amazing, but she's not the best player in the world, is she? No. But she's up there. I think we've noticed this in a lot of industries these days. One that I follow quite keenly, the music industry. These days, you can't just be a good singer or you can't just be a great band. There has to be two elements to your game now, like someone like Lewis Capaldi. Like, mm. He's an amazing singer, but he's also a, like, a comedian in a way as well. So you've got like two things. You're double threat. You have to be double threat on the thing. And Naomi Osaka, she's an amazing tennis player, but she's also this really interesting, humble, nice. And she's, yeah, she's quite a pretty girl as well. So she's got sort of like tackles a few different areas. And then you've got to have that. You can't just be good at tennis to earn your money. I don't mm. think, unless you're, well, as good as Serena Williams was and winning that many Grand Slams. If you're down in the rankings a little bit, there has to be other facets to your uh, personality. And with social, or with social media now, there's everyone has the ability to do it. It's just who who really steps up, really, and wants to. It actually... is interesting in the world we live in, where it's like that. I find, but um, there's no you can't do anything about it. It's the way it is. And to be fair, like we've said already, she's definitely really deserving of it. So I'm over the moon that it is her. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I'm going to have to touch on a very unsavoury subject, which has come up in the media. It's sort of kept on popping up on my phone constantly. Uh, I've seen uh, Nick, is it Nick, Nicholas Basilashvili has been arrested for uh, domestic violence. Uh, and this is really sad to see someone so promising in the game and so high up in the rankings as well as as he is He's from Georgia, is it right? Yeah, from Georgia, their top player. Yeah, just just to have this sort of accusation, and I don't know. Well, obviously, we don't know the full. I've got a bit of details, but it's just the case I can remember it all now. We just but, um, it's been going <clears throat> on for a, a long time. Apparently, it's been an ongoing thing for a while. And um, they've separated, I believe both of them they've not actually been together for the last few things but I think recently they've been back to they've been back together because he wanted to see his kid more yeah um, so he's been spending more time with his kid during this period probably not playing much tennis or whatever and it's caused a few arguments and it's sort of escalated again I don't know the ins and outs but it's just sort of kicking kick back off again with all the stuff and then there's a big incident where she called the police 
And then um, that's where it's gone from there, really. And he's on trial, I think, in the next few weeks. Uh, his dad's involved as well. Something yeah. to do with his dad. It's not very nice, like you say. Uh, bit unsavory, bit of an unsavory note, really, to talk about. But is what it is, I guess. Uh, we try and cover everything on this podcast. This is one of them things which isn't um, very nice, yeah. and um, especially in the news at the moment with domestic abuse at the all-time high. It's something yeah. which we want to. I would personally want to vocalise on the podcast to sort of express to anyone watching that it is something like if anyone ever encounters it, they should reach out. Um, there's a lot of different things um, like uh, websites and people you can call to sort of report it. It's something where you should definitely report and you should never suffer in silence. And it's a, an issue which is definitely very prominent at the moment and brought to a lot of our attention, especially being that people are trapped in at home. Yeah, I so, just, yeah. Well, I just don't know, really. It's just a bit of a shock, to be honest. I think all the, these things always are when you... You don't really know the sports stars, what what goes on behind scene, like behind the scenes, really. And obviously, every, everybody has their uh, stresses in life, and everybody has uh, another story which there is running alongside the tennis world as well. So it could be affecting them on court. It could be very like prevalent in their life. But this is obviously something this has just just occurred it's something that's just obviously reoccurred you don't know what's happened in the past before but this is just something which is obviously due to the close proximity of this lockdown everything's boiled over and something's really bad's happened which uh it's just a real shame i just yeah they aren't living together it's not to be looking after their kid or whatever but like we say he's not been proven guilty as per yet as per like this episode no exactly but we're recording right now but We'll find out in the next few weeks what the verdict is. Either way, it's not a very good look, is it, at the moment? It's not looking great. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, just feel for yeah, like the families of uh, involved. So it's just not and a the nice kid thing. As well. Yeah, especially the child. I mean, it's not nothing. You uh, you never want exposure on like a global scale on anything like for your family, especially when it's sort of the negative connotations yeah. as well so you know just thoughts go out to the family uh, involved and hopefully everything can be uh yeah everything can be sorted and hopefully nobody is too distressed about the whole thing in the long run and hopefully everything gets sorted out i think yeah i don't think we can say much more on that no i don't think so, so. let's go back on to, let's go on to our final part and that's oh. just about tennis being back for us in the uk we're allowed to play tennis again <laughs> so I've been on the court. I've been on the court. You can see from my hands, I've got a few blisters. I don't know if you can still go in now. I've got a few bits and marks and stuff. And yeah, it's been tough getting back on now. I'm just like a yeah. fat old man trying to run around. Oh, no. Uh, I do my best. Love it. Don't get me wrong. The weather's hot. Brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, I've just been trying to play a bit. Um, but it's tricky. I played with my dad. Uh, oh, obviously, yeah. we live together, so we're not breaking any of the. How did that go? But we're able to play now with one person outside of the thing. Well, I wouldn't really advise it right now because of did the you situation. Beat him? But yeah, I did. But he wasn't. It wasn't like a proper. He wasn't really playing a game. He was just, just having a little hit. To be honest, it was nice just to be back on the court. What about Trying yourself? To... You have you been on the court yet? No, mate. I've not been on. I've not been. Uh, I've just been still 
keeping the lockdown pretty uh, reserved, just uh, only shops and... I heard about your yeah. garden shed incident. You're going to tell uh, the fans about uh, mate, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, was warming up in the garden, hit the greenhouse and broke a little pane of glass on it. <laughs> it was one of these things on a bit of elastic, so it should have been all right. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've not got... I'm, I'm working with very small, fine margins in this. It's like I'm working within a tram line where I'm trying to hit between a well, shed and a greenhouse. It's green good that you've been training, mate, because another thing is we're almost... We're closing in on the 1,000K subscribers now, and we're going to do our 1K sub-match. Well, hopefully. We'll see after the coronavirus stuff sort of calm down a bit. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for all the new subscribers. Uh, if you've not subscribed already, please do. It's going to help us out. We really want to be, we really want you to be part of our journey with us. And as soon as tennis is back, like we're going to be doing a lot new, a lot more new content, like going, going abroad, going to different tournaments. And, um, I, hopefully if you like, like some of the interviews on with players, we've had quite a few on now. Hopefully we're going to get a few more. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I guess I was going to, that's it. Yeah. I was going to say if you of enjoying the interviews we're doing with these players. Is there any players that you would really like to see us uh, interview or speak with on the podcast? Like, leave that in the comments below. Yeah, and then... Before you ask, we've tried Federer, but he was busy. <laughs> yeah, Jan was on the phone to him for a bit. He, he couldn't fit us in. Uh, unfortunate. But yeah, leave us that in the comments. Thank you for watching this episode. It's only going to be, um, it was supposed to want to be a quick one, but I think we went on quite a bit. Um, an hour. Me and Robbo can argue for a while. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.